Welcome to Speaking of Love, the podcast, with your host, LaToya. This podcast was created as a platform for spreading love. They say love is the strongest magnetic force on the planet Earth. But if this is really true, why is love such a complicated subject matter? Welcome to Speaking of Love, the podcast, and I am your host, LaToya. I created this podcast in honor of my dad, who was an acclaimed television broadcast engineer for nearly four decades. He also hosted an award-winning radio show called Speaking of Sports, which is the inspiration behind the name of this podcast, Speaking of Love. My dad was an amazing guy who achieved levels of success that most people only dream of. He was held in the highest esteem, and yes, He was a star in the public eye. But on March 2nd of 2020, his private struggles became public when he murdered his wife moments before taking his own life. So I created this podcast as a platform for spreading love around the globe while raising awareness for mental health and suicide prevention. Hello, everyone. Today is Saturday. Welcome to Speaking of Love, the podcast. I am your host, LaToya. I am so happy to be here today. This is my 75th episode. This has been a tremendous milestone for me. It has been a blessing and an honor to recognize my father every week. Every Saturday, I come before you with nothing but love in my heart. And I'm just so happy to be here today. I have a beautiful young lady here. Her name is Nicole. Nicole and I work together and, you know, she's a very talented lady. And today she's here to talk about her incredible life's journey and help us spread love. So let me tell you a little bit about Nicole Scott. Nicole has been a licensed Michigan real estate professional since 2011. She holds the following designation of Seller Representative Specialist, Accredited Buyer's Representative, and the Real Estate Negotiation Expert. She's also an experienced credit and first-time home buyer consultant. Additional areas of expertise she has are project and property lease management, contract negotiation, community engagement, and social media marketing. Nicole works with buyers, sellers, and renters. She also works with individuals with less than perfect credit by legally getting obsolete and inaccurate and erroneous items removed from their credit reports. When not helping others, she spends time with family, traveling, being creative. She likes fitness and also clean eating. Welcome, Nicole, to Speaking of Love. Hi, Latoya. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to have you here. Thank you for being here. You and I, as I mentioned before, we work together. And I didn't realize that you had so many other great things going on in your life besides just working your nine to five job. So talk to me a little bit about uh, your early years growing up as a young girl. What was life like for you? Did you ever envision yourself where you are today? So before I get into that, 
first, I want to thank you for uh, allowing me to speak on your platform. But in your introduction, also in your um, your your short video, I didn't know about your father. I mean, he seemed like he was an awesome man. And now I understand why you have this show. I saw your um, Facebook cover and, you know, I didn't know that that was your dad. But, it, you know, now having seen that, it all, you know, makes sense. And this is awesome um, and an awesome way to honor him. Yeah. Thank but, you. Um, you're welcome. You're welcome. So my early life. So I am originally from Philadelphia, um, Pennsylvania. Um, that's where I was born. Uh, I lived there for seven years of my life. And then I moved to Michigan um, uh, with my father. So um, I lived in Belleville, Ann Arbor, and now uh, Detroit has been my home for the past over 30 years. But um, yeah, my experience in Philadelphia, uh, Ann Arbor, Belleville helped shape who I am today. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to, you know, uh, live in those environments, uh, be around the people that I was around. And um, I never thought that I would be able to uh, find how to combine my passion. Um, um, how do I say that? And be able to, I guess, uh, have it as a job. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was growing up, I wanted to be a, first I wanted to be a dancer. Well, I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to draw and then I wanted to be a dancer. And then I got into interior decorating and I never pursued art um, when I graduated from high school. But ho however, I have found a way to incorporate all those things either in my profession, but also do those things outside of work as my hobby, which I love. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. So talk to me about the services that you provide. What what do you do to help people? Yeah. So like I, you mentioned, I have been a licensed um, real estate professional since 2011. However, I started working on the sales side of real estate um, in 2015. So what that means is when you are a licensed realtor, you can only have one broker. I work in my profession is community development. So I started working in community development um, in 2007 and in 2011, a organization that I was working for, which was a nonprofit managed residential leases and you had to have your license. So that's how I became a licensed real estate professional. When I left that organization, I then was able to work on the sales side. And so I help buyers and um, sellers. I've, I also help renters find their forever home. I help the sellers sell their forever homes to move into another home or, you know, um, or they might go, you know, to Florida. And then I also help renters with um, finding a rental. I also work with individuals who have less than perfect credit. So if they have a low credit score, um, they have items on there that they want to get removed. Uh, our company is able to legally remove those items by uh, disputing those derogatory items with the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Uh, and what is that process like? Uh, how do they, how does it work when you go in and you check their credit and there's something that needs to be uh, reconciled? How do you do that? Sure. So I don't do the work personally, but our company, what they do is they pull an individual's credit report. And the great thing about our company is that um, they pull all three of their credit reports 
Um, everything is disputed at the same time. And mm -hmm. then um, based off of what's on their credit report, there are dispute letters that are uh, produced. The uh, letters are then sent to the individual. So there is some work on your part and they have to sign them um, and send them out to the credit bureaus. And then the credit bureaus have 30 to 45 days to respond. Okay, and usually what's the turnaround? I mean, is it usually favorable? Um, so it, it really depends. Um, you know, you can't say when the credit bureaus are going to remove any items. Um, you know, one of the things that I have, uh, that has been um, taught to me is that um, credit bureaus are uh, profit um, companies. You know, they get paid for removing derogatory items. So, you know, they, you know, it's a process in trying to get things off at times. And then everyone's credit report or credit, you know, the, the derogatory items on their credit report varies. So you can't really say that it's going to take 30 or 90 or 180 days. But, you know, the most important thing is to get started. I can also share my own experience. So I went through a transition. What'd you say? Were you about to say something? No, go ahead. Okay. So I, yeah, I can share my no. own experience. I, um, I lost my job in 2017, my credit got bruised. And so, uh, last year I had to take out a personal loan to get some major sewer repair work done on my home. My interest rate is high because my credit score wasn't the best. And, um, you know, at that time I decided I wanted to go ahead and, you know, begin improving my credit. I also that's when I also added the credit restoration onto my real estate business, because in the past I would run into a lot of people as a realtor who would want to either rent or buy a home, have bad credit. I used to turn them away. So this kind of made sense. But um, about 45 days into the program, I had eight items deleted from my credit report. And since then, I have had a total of 19 things deleted from my credit report. And my credit score has ranged anywhere between 795 or 797 to 770. Wow, that is tremendous. Yeah, wow. awesome. yeah, there's a lot of power in having, you know, a good credit score. So talk to me about your experience with working with first time home buyers. I understand you're a consultant yeah. and you help people who have never purchased property before. Talk to us about that experience. Sure. So um, I love working for, with first time home buyers because I love helping them go through the process of one, educating them about, you know, uh, purchasing a home. But also, you know, I love seeing them when they're able to close. Um, I actually have an event coming up this um, Wednesday in downtown Dearborn where I am inviting first time home buyers and I'll go through the entire process, um, the, the whole, you know, transactional process of purchasing a home. There are a lot of steps, but um, yeah, I, I typically, when I meet someone that is interested in purchasing a home, and a lot of times I get my clients uh, by referral, and then, you know, sometimes they find me on social media or, um, or like Zillow or Realtor.com, but I initially have a consultation with them where I find out what their needs are, um, what their, their goal is on becoming a homeowner, um, I do ask questions like, you know, uh, which is very important is, you know, if they've already been pre-approved or do they already have their proof of funds or if they're a renter, I ask them, do they have their first and last month's rent plus the security deposit? Because all those things are important and all those things are what's needed to move forward. You know, if you don't have any of those things, 
then you know you have to um, you know work towards getting it. So uh, anyone that has a pre-approval, um, they should be able to provide all that information. I then you know educate them on the process. I tell them um, my role as a realtor and working with them, and then you know we go from there. That is beautiful. You know, I love interviewing people who dedicate their lives to enhancing the lives of other people. Yeah. And that's exactly what you do, Nicole. I, I truly am inspired by what you do. There's so many different yeah. ways that you can you can help people. And I can see the love and the passion inside of you. I can feel your energy and I can tell that you love what you do. What yeah. do you love most about what you do? Um, I think it is mostly helping people. So I am a servant leader. Um, I have always been um, the kind of, you know, person that wanted to help people, even as, you know, a, a young child. So like I said, it has been awesome for me to be able to combine what I am passionate about um, to, um, you know, find way or to do it as a job or um, as a side hustle. I love that I have um, been able, yeah, to do that. And you know, um, Nicole, I have to mention the fact that you and I have the same birthday, August. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, we were both born Virgo on August twins. The Virgo twins, yes. August twenty third. Yes. I, I won't tell my year. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> but yeah, we both have the same birthday, and I don't know. You know I might not want to tell you a year. We both still look good for our age. <laughs> yeah, I told you where I was shocked. <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah, um, I'm not a big horoscope believer. Like, I don't really believe in zodiac signs and things of that nature. But there may be a little bit of truth to uh, the fact that Virgos, August Virgos, we mm -hmm. tend to have a servant heart, servant's heart, and mm -hmm. we caretake and we, we have big hearts. We love, love and we love hearts. So yeah. I can see that about you in your work. Yes. So where does your strength come from? What, what put this power inside of you? Um, so I, I think that I am still working on that strength. But again, it really is my experiences that I have had. Um, I have always been a determined individual. Um, yeah, I remember when I was when I got my first job, um, I was. Yeah, in the 11th grade, I believe, and or the yeah, no, I was in the 11th grade, and um, I had asked my parents for um, something, and I wasn't able to get it, and I was like, never again, <laughs> never again. Where anyone tell me I can't have something, so I got a job, and um, yeah, I've been working since, but yeah, my, my determination, and then also, you know, there are strong individuals. Um, like my grandmother, um, my aunts, um, yeah, um, my father, yeah, looking at them persevere in their lives has also, you know, helped me um, to be who I am as well. So if someone is watching right now and they need your services, they need help, they're a first time home buyer, they're looking for a consultant, if there's someone who just needs help cleaning up their credit, yeah. How do we reach out to you? So there's several ways anyone can reach out to me. Um, I am heavily present on social media, so they can find me on Instagram at Nicole Scott Realty on Facebook. Um, both my personal page, which is Nicole Scott, which is this is streaming live from. 
Um, I also have a business page, Nicole Scott Realty. I have a uh, a link to my bio in Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. It's everywhere. Um, and, you know, if anyone is interested in reaching out to me directly, I also have a, um, a business contact number that I can be reached at, which is 313-673-1573. But, yeah, there, there's no problem. I have a website at Nicole Scott Realty. Like I said, there's no um way no one can't you know you have multiple ways yeah and i also just typed it in here to the yeah, I see. on the bra so that people can see how to reach you definitely and it's nicole scott realty mm -hmm. definitely so nicole take me take me back to give me an, an example of an experience where you were able to help someone positively obtain home ownership and what that felt like um, so I have helped several buyers. I would say that um, some of the probably challenging buyers that I may have had um, was early on in my career um, or profession as a real estate agent. Um, and I helped an individual. And at this time, they were renting. They were looking for a rental. But one of the good things about um, being a realtor and um, is that you, you one, you got to have good communication. So um, just being able to identify someone um, who had, you know, less than perfect credit, but they, you know, had established rent um, work history. You know, they had the income and with credit, you know, sometimes things happen. You know, people go through the divorce, they get sick. So their credit, you know, gets a little bruised. And so this individual, um, I can't remember what they exactly went through, but um, being able to communicate with the other realtor that listed the rental um, and being able to communicate with my buyer and them being able to explain what happened in their situation, I was still able to help them get the rental that they needed. They were on a time crunch, so, you know, that, that, that was a good feeling. So, Nicole, since starting all of this, what is the biggest lesson that you have learned about yourself? Um, the biggest lesson that I have learned about myself. Um, starting in real estate, I would say that it pushes me out of my comfort zone. Um, especially when I initially started, you know, when you're uh, a new realtor, there's not a lot that you know, and um, you won't, you don't know until you actually go through the process. But um, yeah, I've learned a lot about real estate, um, contract negotiations, and um, I think I kind of <laughs> forgot the question. Can you repeat that question, Latoya? <laughs> no, the just what's the biggest lesson you learned about yourself <laughs> since being right. involved in, in, in helping people? That I mean, that I guess I can do it. You know. Yeah. Um. You know, there is. I'm not like it's not rocket science. <laughs> science. You know, I'm not um, doing anything that is going to necessarily harm anyone or, you know, threaten anyone. So, you know, I can do it. And then there are people that I can lean on, um, if there's something that I am not 
familiar with or I don't understand. Right. That's wonderful. So, Nicole, this show is called Speaking of Love, the podcast. And I named this show after my father's radio show, which was called Speaking of Sports, where he was an award-winning radio show host many years ago. His show was called Speaking of Sports. And the million-dollar question that I asked all of my guests who sent before me Mm -hmm. How do you define love? You know, my father was a big sports person. His show was all about sports. My show is all about love in honor of him. And I want to know, how do you define love? How do I define love? I think it has changed over the years. And I think the biggest thing about um, how I define love is when it's um, uh, unconditional and authentic Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. You know, I love asking that question. And this is my 75th episode. And so 75 people have answered it in different ways. And there's no right or wrong answer. Right. But love, love is very important. You know, love is the thing that makes all things beautiful. Mm-hmm. And when people commit suicide and people do um what my father did, there is definitely a lack of love somewhere in their lives to make them do that. And my father had a lot of love around him, but he just wasn't mentally able to receive the love that was before him. So I I come before you all every week and I talk about love, 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 because love is more important than oxygen in my eyes. Mm -hmm. It's something that we all need. And Nicole, what I admire about you is that you are de- demonst- you are demonstrating love every day. You wake up in the morning, you have a mission, you have a drive, you have a purpose, and it's all geared towards helping people, which is in essence an act of love. So yes. that's why I wanted to have you here today because people like you keep me grounded and you keep the world beautiful and you help us in ways that we can't always help ourselves. So I just want to say thank you to you for what you do to help people, not only at our jobs where we work, but in your personal life and your professional life. So thank you for all that you do. You're welcome. Thank you. I never really thought about it like that either. Well, it's definitely what you're doing. You're doing what what we were put on this earth to do. We are not here for our own benefit. We're here on earth for the benefit of mankind. You can't just wake up every morning and live your life just to please you or to take care of your household. We have a responsibility to take care of the world and the people around us. And that's what you're doing. So you're definitely walking in your gift. Yes, thank you. Yes, you are. (laughs) My August 23rd birthday twin. (laughs) So Nicole, you have this consulting business. You help people who are first time home buyers. Mm -hmm. You help people who need um, their credit restored. What's next for you? What what can we expect to see you working on in the future? Yes. Um, so there are a couple things. I am um, ramping up my events. I'm excited to um, have some events coming up um, in, in 2022. And I also am an inspiring uh, real estate developer. And so Um, I love real estate, so I am looking forward to um, having uh, my first deal, Um, and uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm I'm excited to have my first deal. I'm excited to be helping um, 
out in the community even more than what I'm already doing through my profession and as a realtor. But I'm also excited about, you know, leaving a legacy as well. Uh, that has been important to me, um, both yes. personally and also for my son. Yeah, he means a lot to me. And um, yeah. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. When the pages of your life are reviewed and your mission on earth is complete, what mm -hmm. do you most want to be remembered for? What legacy are you leaving behind? Um, yeah, I often think about that, you know, um, and I do move with the intention. I've always been that way. Um, and the legacy that I want to leave behind is um, that I was a friend to those, um, to, to all who come across me and uh, loving and um, um, and, and I guess, you know, that I was a, 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 an unconditional friend mm -hmm. to all those who came across me. Well, you have definitely achieved your intention. You're already walking in that now. So the legacy is being created every day that you wake up and you get yeah. out of bed. You know, you, you're doing it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Thank you. Kudos well, thank to you. you. Now, Nicole, we have some people here who are watching us uh, as we stream live. We have Lisa Thompson Allen. She's a Hi, good Lisa. She said, good morning. Lisa lives down south. <laughs> She lives down south. I believe she lives in Alabama. I could be wrong, but thank you for watching today, Lisa. We also have the beautiful Hi, Michelle. Michelle West is watching. Hi, Michelle. Yes. We miss you. <laughs> we also have someone by the name Kanise. Hi, Kanise. Thank I you for watching. And we also have my good friend Asnita Norman. Asnita, she's a lifelong Hi, friend. All these powerful women. Yes, yes. I think she's watching us live on YouTube. Okay. We have uh, Michelle Hayes. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for watching. And Kanice has a message here. She says, thank you for sharing your testimony. Love is patient. Love is kind. And love never fails. That is so true. Yeah. That is so true. That is so powerful. Is there um, anything else that you would like to share with our audience today, Nicole, before we wrap up the interview? There is. So I um, was listening to some motivation, motivational videos uh, last night, um, yesterday evening, and there was this quote that um, I heard T.D. Jakes use. Well, I, I guess it wasn't a quote, but there was something that he said that really resonated uh, with me. Um, he had talked about how you can't, and I guess this kind of goes with your podcast, but he was like, you can't hate someone that you you understand. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about the importance of communicating. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, I guess that would be something that I would leave to all of the listeners is, uh, yeah, communication really is important. And yeah, understanding, you know, allowing someone to share their story and not necessarily um, judging them or um, trying to analyze it, but just understand it. Yeah, you know, thank you for saying that because 
this is my 74th episode. I, co- I go live every Saturday and I do this podcast and I'm mm-hmm. speaking of love in honor of my father who committed the most terrible act that any person on the planet Earth could commit. You know, he killed his wife moments before taking his own life. And here I am every week talking about how wonderful he is. And, you know, I think I'm thankful to God for the people who give me the opportunity to talk about him and who yeah. support who support this podcast and who believe in me because my father was a wonderful person. But right. there's an element of mental health that played a factor in the actions that he took. And I don't have permission from his wife's family to speak about her. So mm-hmm. I don't want you all to think that I'm just focused on my dad, my dad, my dad, when there were two lives, I just don't have permission to legally speak about the wife. Yeah. But I want you all to know that when circumstances happen in people's lives, it goes back to what you just said, Nicole, is to just look at the person without judgment and just hear their message and yeah. hear the love. My father lived on the planet Earth for 67 years. Mm-hmm. And now he has to be remembered by the one terrible thing that he right. did just one day out of those 67 years. And it's, it's very difficult, but yeah. my message is strong. It's a message of love. And I wish that there had been a podcast available for my father to watch yeah. before the tragic incident, because maybe he'd still be here. So if I can just save one person's life, by doing these 74 episodes, 75 episodes, if I could save one person's life, then my mission is fulfilled. And I thank you, Nicole, for helping me bring my my mission to the light. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having the show. Well, thank it. you. Yeah. So is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience before we conclude this wonderful interview today? Um, no, uh, I just wish that everyone has a uh, awesome day and uh, enjoy the remainder of their weekend. Yes, definitely. And I will be back here next Saturday with another episode of Speaking of Love, the podcast. I have a lady coming on next week. Um, We're going to kind of tone it down next week. The lady, her name is Jenny Landon. Jenny Landon's father also committed suicide. So next week, we're going to talk to her about a book that she has written. So if you all would like to tune in next Saturday, I'll be right here at 12 o'clock noon. If you have missed any portion of this podcast, please know that you can watch it on replay on YouTube. You can watch it on Facebook. And it's also available on all major podcast platforms. So I thank you all for being here this Saturday. I appreciate you. And Nicole, I bow to your excellence. Oh, thank you. Keep up up the great work, my birthday twin. Yeah, we have, to get, we have to celebrate next August 23rd. You and I together. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for being Welcome here. Thank you for having me. Yes, you all have a Thank wonderful you. week. Bye.